Hi everyone, welcome back to the Off The Bar Podcast. I'm joined by Ben today, and in this video we are going to be discussing Real Madrid's comeback win for the title, uh, Barcelona's future, Real Madrid's future, and many more things that are going on in La Liga today. Um, so let's first start off with Real Madrid and how they kind of came back and win, uh, came back and won their first La Liga since 2017. I believe so, yeah. Um, Honestly, I think it was an incredible feat by Zidane. Uh, it shows that um, this like never give up, uh, never say, uh, never give up attitude that they had. Um, they didn't really start the season off too well. I mean, they were still in a Champions League spot, but yeah. like they really didn't start off too well. Um, I think you know it was all really issues with some of their signings. Um, Luka Jovic never really showed his form that he had at uh, Frankfurt. Uh, Eden Hazard, you know, had issues with his weight and had weight issues and injury problems that kind of plagued him throughout the season became a big thing. So he really never kind of developed into that squad. Um, they also had um, Edamila Tau that really never played as well. I mean, the inclusion of Valverde has really... Um, it brought life into that midfield. It really yeah. did, yeah. In that aging midfield, especially with Cruz and Modric kind of getting up in there um, into their 30s. Um, and then Mendy, I think, on doing a great job, kind of filling that uh, Marcelo role, that uh, uh, trying to be the heir to Marcelo. Um, but I feel like at the beginning of the season, we saw Zidane go back to his old lineup that he used to win the three Champions Leagues in a row. Um, didn't really work out with him. He was missing one key part, Ronaldo. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> um and then, but I think later on he started to figure out, start getting his steps, and he really, I think, um, been, uh, I think, I, I really haven't been followed Real Madrid as much, but uh, Vinicius Rodrigo, I'm sure, kind of contributed uh, to that uh, attack. Um, and you the know, main thing, if you want to talk about the attack, he's definitely kind of the re, uh, the re- resurgence of Benzema. Right, the, I, honestly, he's had a fantastic season this year he scored 21 goals in the league he seemingly like ever since restart was just banging him in right and i think it was also the uh question of how they're going to what they're going to use bail for and are they going to play bail at all uh, um you know how he's going to be uh how he's going to be included in that lineup and how Zidane's going to use him but think later on we saw that Zidane really didn't care and so he was on the bench or, or starting like he doesn't really care he was taking a nap on the bench right um and so honestly if you look at how he did it it was, it was pretty much just keep playing and just keep uh keep going at it and you know Barca slipped up and I we're gonna get to Barca in a second uh but Benzema honestly having somewhat of a not a career resurgence because he's had you know, I think for the past couple seasons, pretty good. Uh, yeah, and besides, good. he also has to sit behind when he was with Ronaldo. He had to sit behind him. Right. And Bale was really good at that time as well. So right. he was kind of that third wheel that no one really liked to talk about. Right, and I, um, I think it really, I think it really stepped up because now he had competition at the striker role with Luka Jovic because they just seemed like out and out strikers. They, you know, guys that uh, have to have the ball at their feet, um, that can hold up play and could also. Uh, Score, uh, Jovic didn't really show that this season. Um, and I think moving forward, how do you how do you see Jovic being uh, included into that Real Madrid lineup? Do you think they're gonna sell him after this season? Do you think 
they cut their losses? Do you think, you know, we're going to give them one more go and then cut our losses? How do you think Real Madrid are going to play this? Well, I think for you, Luka Jovic, you didn't have the best of seasons. He had an incredible season, I believe, at Frankfurt. Right. So, I don't think I don't think they're going to go full out. This guy's a bust yet because if they would have done that already, Bale wouldn't have been on the team. You have right. a lot of players that probably wouldn't have been on the team. Yeah. Like, for example, Eden Hazard could have been sold if you're going to go by that kind of logic. Right. He hasn't had that best, that really like amazing yeah. season that a lot of people thought he would have. So I think they're going to give him another guard. It Benzema still he's like twenty. He's very old. Uh, he's getting up there at least in age. So they're going to have to look for other striker options. We've seen Luka Jovic be that kind of central guy, just the the kind of uh, go in and score goals. So I don't see I don't see him getting sold this year. No, I I think if he you know he has one or two more he has one or two more seasons. If not, they might just have to cut their losses. Right, and I think moving forward, I think that midfield is going to start taking a little bit more shape. Um, you know, they still have a bit of deadwood I think to get rid of. I think I think eventually they're going to either have to move on from Modric and Cruz. Or... Well, Cruz has stated that he's going to retire early in his 30s, so I don't think... Okay, so yeah. I think maybe he's just waiting out to retirement because, you know, they sold Kovacic, who's having, you know, some of his best years at Chelsea. The, the, the past few seasons have been doing really well at Chelsea. James Rodriguez has, uh, you know, been an issue uh, in terms of being consistent and being played consistently, um, so I'm not sure. But if you look at uh, their midfield, um, Martin Odegaard... Um, has been, you know, Especially really know good for really Real good. Sociedad. Um, you know, Casemiro's like 28, I believe. I mean, even looking forward, 27, you have Renier, yeah. who can see can play that attack. Right, Renier, you have Rodrigo, uh, Vinicius, uh, Militao, like we mentioned earlier, could definitely fill in to fill in a Sergio Ramos because he's getting up there trying to partner up with him and Varane. Um, or at least take over Nacho when the time comes, being that third-string center back, that, you know, the rotational center back. Um, Takefuso Kubo. Has shown Honestly, at Malika, uh, that he's been, you know, I think a really good talent and you know, uh, one that yeah. definitely is for the future. Um, you know, it's just it's going to be interesting on how uh, Real Madrid's future is going to play out. I definitely yeah. feel like Jovic has the talent for sure. Yeah. I definitely believe Jovic has like some like it still has the ability there. It's whether or not they believe in that. And yeah, honestly, I'm seeing reports of him going to Leicester, AC Milan, back to Germany. You know, it's it it, it he's still young enough that this shouldn't bother him. That if he's 21. Yeah, it didn't work out at Real Madrid, but I think if you put him, I think honestly, if he went back to Germany or Italy or if he if he went to Leicester, somewhere, if you, I think honestly he should stick it out. But if he can't, and Real Madrid and him just want to cut their losses, by all means, I think honestly Leicester could be a good place for him under Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, kinda, especially with yeah. already getting up in age and yeah. Nacho not really being that good of a replacement yeah and i definitely feel like um you know if he went to ac milan um he'd have some he'd have he would have competition um, with uh leal rabich as well but rabich they played together at uh frankfurt right uh but uh, rabich has been playing more as a left midfielder right but um and that's obviously the question mark of if ibra's going back to ac milan but 
if I was Luca, I would try to stick it out. You know, you're yeah. at one of the top clubs in the world, one of the top clubs in Spain. I think just stick it out. He definitely has the talent and the development, and still at 21, he you know he's still young enough. Yeah. To not be considered a Real Madrid flop. Um, I think also when you're talking about Real Madrid's future, you have to talk about like the main thing that's going to happen is development because they have a good crop of guys that they've bought and they've. You know, like Vinicius, like Rodrigo, like Anya, like Eder Mittal, like even Luka Jovic. If they can develop these guys into world-class talents, they can get... Well, not, I, I'm not going to say they're going to sell them, but they can get kind of that team. They don't have to go out and get, okay, we're going to spend a hundred something million on Eden Hazard. We're going to spend we're gonna spend this much money on, on this player. Right. If they can go out and train these guys and develop these guys into talents... You know, the sky's the limit for this team, I right. think. Right, and no, and I think, honestly, they have a good future. Um, I mean, yeah, they saw Teo Hernandez, but Ferland Mendy looks like he could be that replacement, and definitely have Regulian uh, Llorente, you know, really hasn't shown that uh, that promise that he had at Atletico. Like, he hasn't showed that kind of potential that he had, but again, at 24, there's still plenty of time. Um, Kaylor Nava, so they're probably going to look for a backup uh, goalkeeper. If not, uh, they have uh, Andre Lunin, who honestly, he's impressed a little he bit. Ha- he's been, been he's been somewhat impressive for them again in their midfield. You know, Sabios is at loan at Arsenal, so he's had a pretty good year. Yeah, he. I mean, it's been difficult. I feel like yeah, especially with I mean uh, the state of Arsenal, right? And, this Ar- and you know, moving from uh, moving uh, to a new manager, um, you know, it, it it could be a little bit tough. You know, Orizola, again, you know, is a young right back. He went to Bayern. Um, um, you know, hopefully he could be somewhat of a cargo hall replacement that they're hoping for. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's going to – they sold Hakimi uh, because they, he doesn't want to be the backup to Carver Hall because I believe Carver Hall still have a, a few more years left yeah. in the tank. He doesn't seem to be someone that's slowing down. And Hakimi, fair enough to him, he probably – deserves to be starting for a team. I mean, he impressed incredibly, an incredible amount at uh, Dortmund. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, it, it, I think if you just go down the line, um, you know, they, they um, you know, Brahim Diaz also, if we talk about him real quick, you know, he hasn't really shown it because he hasn't gotten that playing time, but I think if he goes out on loan, I definitely think he'll look. Asensio... Um, also, is another talent yeah. that they could have. I think he could play the cam or or left mid, uh, left winger or right winger. Yeah. So that's definitely somewhere that they could uh, fit him into, um, and definitely showing his talent. I think they're probably going to look to get rid of Vasquez, maybe Diaz as well. Um, that they sign from Olympic uh, uh, from Lyon. Yeah, I, uh, it does. Uh, Real Madrid does look like they have a promising future. And I, they definitely, I feel, you know, they have a good uh, tie coming up with City, so it's going to be a uh, challenge for them to see how they do. Um, I, pro- I honestly, seeing City's form in the FA Cup and their, you know, defensive woes that they've had, I could see uh, Real Madrid kind of uh, getting out of the round 16 here. Yeah. Um, but let's move on to Barcelona, who obviously choked. Um, 
So Barcelona going into the going into the restart, I believe was like I believe was a game like three points ahead, and they somehow choked and fell. I believe four points behind. Right at the end of the year, so there is kind of a lot of talk about what Barcelona is doing and how it's not really working. And as a lot of people have said before, their transfer strategy ever since even before uh, Neymar left was to throw money at the problem. Yeah. And look, Real Madrid's done this before. Other teams have done this before. It's not something that's you know, it's not something that's new that Barca's doing. Yeah. But if you look at their signings, I mean, let's be real here. Antoine Griezmann never got a good shot on the team. Uh, you have like other players like Usman Dembele, who's been plagued with injury and just haven't been hasn't right. been really connecting and playing well. You have like Paco Alcacer, who didn't play well. Andrew Gomez didn't play well for them. You have all these signings, and really, if you look at it. They only made two or three good signings. Right. I mean, um, Frankie def- De Jong's still young enough to... And he and played well, but Frankie De Jong's still young enough to to uh, be that world-class midfielder. Yeah, definitely lead a midfield. Um, I still have hopes for Langlet. Langlet seems like he's been a very solid defender for them. Yeah, I mean, he's been um, their best defender. I mean, Umtiti has kind of fallen off a cliff, so yeah, he's been Firpo their best defender. Yeah, hasn't really shown that promise that he showed at Real Betis. I mean, then again, he's still young, and right. they have Jordi uh, Alba. Alba, who's still putting up high, a good level. Um, Arthur, that they just sold to... Uh, Juventus for Pjanic, which I don't understand, but I think honestly it's it also the tra- I think it's the transfer policy of throwing a quick fix instead of playing out the long term. I yeah. think that's why we also see guys like Ricky Puig not really play as well. Um, I mean, we've seen. I think Ansu Fati got in because they needed someone to yeah. step up, and you know, he just happened to. Um, you know, in terms of their strikers, they Griezmann, but he really plays as a center forward. Yeah, and that's the problem. They you bought know, him for a left wing position. Yeah, and he hasn't. He's been kind of playing, being he's been playing played out of position. Luis Suarez is obviously thirty three and getting up there. Uh, Brathwaite is obviously a, a short fixed signing that I'm sure, you know, they will want to move on in the summer window yeah. coming up or like fall window. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, if you look at the midfield, um, Rakitic, Vidal, they're aging, and that's the aging. problem. Um, you know, Busquets, um, I think Semedo and Roberto, uh, Semedo at least is uh, being linked with moves away. Yeah. Uh, Sergio Roberto really hasn't shown form, like good form, in my opinion. Uh, hasn't worked out with Torebo. I think he's at loan at Schalke. Uh, right now, uh, um, Titi is constantly injured, so there's definitely work needed to be there. Um, so yeah, uh, I I just feel like it's gonna be difficult to see. I mean, Tostegan's still pretty much their number one goalkeeper. I mean, he's played well, right? Um, you know, I think it's uh, PK is getting up there in age. I think honestly, they need. Instead of going throwing money at uh, players, just throwing at uh, short-term players, I think, honestly, they got to look at their squad and say, okay, we need to start looking towards the future, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's what Real Madrid started to do, uh, especially with some of their signings, like Renier, uh, Rodrigo, Vinicius, 
uh, definitely Kubo, Militao, Luka Jovic, like right, still young. Mendy, um, and definitely having a guy like Regulian and Adezola and Asensio. Like they they look prime for a future uh, without guys like Bale and Benzema and Cruz and Modric and even Casemiro maybe. Um, but if you look at uh, if you look at Barca's roster, I mean the only one for the future I could really see is Ricky Puig, De Jong. Fati, Fati, Firpo. If they decide to keep Torebo or Langlet, uh, Langlet, Langlet. The thing is, Langlet has been their best defender. Yeah. Uh, Torebo's out on loan, and you also have Firpo, who I mean, he played decent. He wasn't, right. but he's also still young. The problem with Barcelona is that their transfer policy, and we said, that, and we we touched on this. The transfer policy is the. It's quick just fix. throw money. It just it's just th- th- yeah, just throw money and it's, at, at, at any player. And it seems to be sort of the appeasement to Messi, because Messi is, and I'm never gonna say he's declining because no, he's I, got I, 20 I, goals and 20 assists. Of course, yeah. the guy's not declining, but he is old. He's getting old. He's getting up there. He's yeah, running. He's 33. I mean, if I get it, it's maybe hey, let's win with Messi right now. Yeah. Like, it's a right-now type of win. I mean, we see it in other sports as well. Like, um, I'm just going to throw an example. LeBron on the Lakers, they said, okay, let's win right now. So we got, so they got Anthony Davis. Yeah. Um, so I, I can understand that. But I think if you look at Real Madrid, yes, they're playing for the now, but they also have that each kind position. That's for the future. They have the backup for the future, yes. Do they still need replacing in some positions? Of course, because, you know, players are going to get up in age, and, you know, it's going to be a little bit difficult to replace. Um, and, yes, are there still going to be galactical signings? Are there still going to be big signings by Barca? Yes. However, they got to look to the future, in my opinion. And, they, and honestly, for them, you know, it's not really, you, you know, Look at the roster, yeah, but the Lama say hasn't really produced anything too great, yeah. And uh, or if they have, you know, you know, you look at guys that you know are doing well outside of Lama Sea, like even, a Danny Olmo, or even Takafusakubo, who right, rejected who, Barcelona to go to Real Madrid, well, go to Japan and then go to Real Madrid, yeah. right? Um, you look at Danny Olmo for Leipzig right now, you know, who's killing it in Croatia and. You know, some of the under, well. yeah, and he's done well. If you look at Grimaldo at Benfica, he's also been one of those uh, left backs that's been really highly touted by many big clubs, and honestly has showed his class at uh, Benfica. Uh, and there's other examples out there that you know, from players such as Onana to Icardi, you know, there's always players that leak out of La Masea that they're not able to hold on, and they turn out to be quality players. Yeah. Um. Adama Traore is another one uh, that's been one of those class players. Or not class, but, you know, has showed promise, yeah. especially this season. Barcelona's, I feel like Barcelona's issue has is, is going to be trying to, is going to always try to be play for now so until Messi retires or Messi leaves. Which Messi has said before, he doesn't plan on staying at Barcelona until he retires. Well, he... he 
there's been multiple points. He either wants to. It's. I think it's always been like however Messi feels that day. It's okay. I want to stay at Barcelona. I want to end my career at Barcelona. It's like okay. Well, you know what? Hey, Man City's offering money. Inter's offering money. Inter Miami's offering me a yeah. shit ton of money. Let's just go out. Uh, let me. Uh, you know what? This is better opportunities for me. I want to retire. Uh, I, I want to still play some football. Um. So for sure, and I really the only really big promise in this whole team. Has been Frankie De Jong, who has honestly showed his class. And even then, he's not from La Mazzera. They had to buy him. Right. But you guys look at Elena uh, and uh, the other Busquets and Ricky Puig. Like, these guys came from La Mazzera. I mean, I know they have Cucurella alone. You know, they have players on loan that they, you know, that they could obviously. They can obviously use, yeah. Yeah, they can obviously use. However, you know, it's it, it, it's going to be more difficult for... Um, it, it's definitely going to be more difficult, I mean, for them to try to bounce back from this. Um, you know, they have... They, they have the talent, and they, I definitely believe they have the roster... You know, I think they sold Malcolm too early, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, I definitely believe he could have fit in that roster. Um, you know, Dennis Suarez as well. I mean, I know he didn't really work out. Uh, you know, it's also the big thing, how they're going to deal with uh, Coutinho when he comes back. Um, you know. Another one of those that they just threw money at. Right. Another one for the future is Emerson at Real Bertiz, uh, uh on loan. He's a right back. You know, he's showing promise. Um you know they sold um, they sold Carlos per, uh, Car- Carlos Perez to uh, Roma, who also showed a bit of promise, but you know it is what it is. Uh, Juan Miranda shows a bit of promise, and the uh, and Cucurella as well they showed promise. So they have players that show promise. However, Barca's policy has is always go- I feel like it's going to be until Messi leaves or retires is going to be. Play for the now. Play for the now, so that way, you know. Yeah. They could still win. However, you know, I just felt like this season they've been relying on Messi to be Messi, to yeah. be that superhero that they need. And I don't think it's it's worked out, but, you know, they kind of choked with this. Uh, they kind of choked with uh, for the title. Yeah. And, look, they're not going to have Suarez at the same production as he was with MSN. No, because he's, he's obviously been riddled with injuries also, and he's getting yeah. up there. Yeah, and I think you also have the fact that they haven't found an apt replacement for Neymar, which was a huge part of that attack. Right. They haven't found kind of a lot of that midfield power that they had with uh, with people like Javi and Iniesta retiring. They right. haven't found that kind of creativity in the midfield. The Rackets are getting old, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just seemingly they're trying to find a solution to make sure that we win now. And Artur could have worked because he had a good season. I honestly believe a midfield of Artur and De Jong could have really worked uh, out for the future. But I, I guess it's always play for the now and play for whatever manager works. Yeah. So we're gonna have uh, so Barca. I feel like is a little bit screwed, in my opinion, uh, for the uh, for the time being, unless you know. I think there has to be a. Pre- I think it comes from the top, and I think you know the people. I think they're looking at a presidential change. Yeah. Um. I, I've heard. Uh, I've read reports that they're looking at presidential changes and trying to change, uh, from the top. 
people from uh, high offices. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to Real Madrid uh, for winning. If any of you guys are Real Madrid fans, um, congratulations. Um, really quickly before we go, just a couple pieces of news. Uh, also in La Liga, uh, Villarreal have confirmed that uh, Santi will Santi Cazorla will leave after the, the last game of the season. Honestly. Uh, that man deserves an icon card. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, you know, there was a stat I remember at like the peak of Urzo's powers that when they played Cazorla, they played better. They played and they won more. And that right. gives a testament. He's 35 and he had 15 goals and 8 assists. Right, and he had that, um, and he had surgery and he had issues with his uh, feet and his ankles and yeah. the doctor said, he, you know, it would be difficult for him to ever play again. And honestly, 15 goals and 6 assists this season... Something to like to that extent. Yeah. Um, for Villarreal, honestly, shows why he's still class, and hopefully, um, he can land. If he doesn't retire, you know, hopefully he'll land, uh, with another club. Um, and uh, other Villarreal news: they just signed a new boss. It's Arsenal's old boss. Uh, so hopefully. Uh, Wait, they signed Unai Emery. Yeah, they signed. Good evening. Well, now he's going to say it in Spanish. Buenas noches. Exactly. <laughs> well, so, he's Hispanic, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, okay, so they just signed... Uh, well, reports have been saying that they have signed him. Um, that's that they signed him as their next coach. So maybe he's, things will work out better. Um, he's know, really high, riding high on the fact that he, played, he was extremely good at Sevilla. But I think Sevilla also... Uh, they also had one of the best uh, sporting directors, and he's now at Roma, and they found a bunch of great players at Roma. Right, and Roma's honestly looking on the upswing as uh, as well, and some another team that's also has some players for the now, but also in the future. So that's definitely a team to look in Italy. But yeah, no, and yeah, and probably at PSG as well. But again, it's that oil money that the yeah. having, you know, some of the best players in the world play there because. Um, and also having it be that they're the best team in the league by France. far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of wraps up today's video. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if you're any Real Madrid fans, congratulations. Barca fans, we're sorry. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully next next season uh, things could be different for you guys. Uh, Real Madrid fans, hopefully things can stay the same. Or if any other friends... In La Liga as well, Atletico Madrid or I don't know, Leganes, <laughs> Sevilla, Villarreal. Yeah, so if you, um, hopefully, guys, you guys will be able to do well. Uh, let us know what you guys think in the comment section down below. What were we right? What were we wrong with? Um, any of your opinions? Anything that you guys would like to debate with us with? And definitely uh, like and subscribe and um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. The links will be in the description down below. Remember uh, that we are trying to post daily, so uh, be notified, turn on notifications, uh, and hope, And if you enjoyed this content, again, subscribe and leave a like. Uh, that's pretty much it. Ben, anything else you want to add? Uh, stay safe out there. Yeah, yeah that's pretty safe. much it. Yeah. Uh, Thank you all for watching. All right, have a good one.